podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet. I'm Stephen Wilson and I'm here today to introduce you to another interview from us at the podcast. Uh, in our latest interview, I had the chance to speak to NXT UK star Jordan Devlin, the Irish ace. Uh, we talked about his influences and what got him into wrestling, his feud with Walter in both NXT UK and OTT. And we also got his thoughts on how the NXT UK brand has developed in the last two years and also his thoughts on AEW on ITV now in the same slot as NXT UK and if that's affected the roster so I hope you enjoy and here's my chat with Jordan Devlin I'll start with a question first that me and my team ask a lot of the guys it's, uh, why is it you like love wrestling where's your passion for it come from I can't really remember like before wrestling last year I, um, I watched wrestling since I was seven years old and then wrestling myself in some classes since I was 12 so it's just very much part of my life for as long as I can remember. I remember when I was seven or eight being drawn in by the large and life characters I could see on Raw and SmackDown and then once I got a little bit older started appreciating the more technical side and the performance side of it and the authentic side of it. Uh, I realised that it was something that I, I wanted to try my hand at and see what I could do maybe for a living. At what point was it you decided to actually take up a training? Because it's, it's well known that you trained under the likes of Finn Balor and Paul Tracy, but what what was it made you encourage you to go and actually do it? Uh, well, I tried everything that you know, my, my mother and father cared for me into. I tried football and rugby and Gaelic football and karate and tennis and swimming and everything that you can think of. And nothing really you know, lit a fire under me or captured my attention for too long. I'd do it for a summer and then drop it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, all the while watching wrestling in the background I never really thought you know it was something that I could do for a living or something that I could even practice because it was just seemed like something that only happened in America something that I only my knowledge of how wrestling at the time was only had to be degree obviously mm-hmm. and what I saw on television on, on Saturday mornings but then I heard of a school open up in break any Wicklow ran by Finn Balor and Paul Tracy and I went down to see what it was all about on my first day and I saw the, the ring set up with the three ropes and I took my first yeah, you've definitely done well coming out of uh, Ireland, and you are, to me, you were one of, I know, other than Finn, you were one of the first guys I remember seeing, like, breaking out into all the promotions in Scotland and, and England, but nowadays you've got the likes of, you've got the likes of More Than Hype, you've got Alexander Dean, Debbie Keitel, who are all doing similar things, not just in Ireland, but over in Scotland and England. Uh, what's your thoughts on the fact that we're seeing a lot more Irish wrestlers in Scotland and England than the rest of the UK? Surprisingly, really, um, I've known I, I've been lucky enough to have, to have these kids, and these are young up and comers mm-hmm. in Ireland for the last five or six years. And I played a hand in some of their training. Mm-hmm. I can't take credit for all of them, of course, but I, I, mm-hmm. I know them all on a personal level. So I've known they've been really good kept secrets, and we've seen them do their thing in Ireland. It doesn't surprise me now that they're starting to break out into Scotland and England. That kind of level of talent that they have is they can't be contained by one country. Mm-hmm. You know, English promoters and Scottish promoters are starting to hear about these. Irish kids, as you say, like more than hype, like Scotty Davis and Valkyrie and trying to get them in and then put them in front of new audiences. Mm-hmm. It's great. Is there anybody in particular who you've not listed there who you can maybe see breaking out in the next year or so? Maybe some that's a bit less known? Some of the less known. Um, there's a young guy from Ireland called Michael May. He's a real technical, proficient actor. He's not the finished product yet. Mm-hmm. He's still using a little bit of uh, polishing up. Yeah. But I think he has something there. Um, as I said, I don't know how much people would have seen of Valkyrie. I know she's done a little bit of work in Germany, but um, she's starting to put the piece all together now and she's starting to, to learn her craft. 
Yeah. Uh, I think she could be a big future, have a big future in the, uh, the women's division. No, she, um, she does a lot up here in Scotland with fierce females. See a lot of her then. Oh, great, great. Yeah, of course. Now, a thing about yourself, Jordan, is um, you've been a part of this whole WWE UK brand, NXT UK, since the beginning. You were a part of both the original uh, tournaments and obviously the brand since it started off last year. How have you seen the transition since that first Blackpool tournament to where we are now? Yeah, uh, to be honest with you, when I look back at the, uh, the original Blackpool tournament, I don't even recognize myself, really. Mm-hmm. I think I'm ten times the athlete, ten times the pro wrestler. I am now than I was then and I just attribute that really to having the luxury of coming to this amazing performance centre and training with some of the best minds the wrestling's ever seen mm-hmm. uh, training under great coaches and get to really learn the ins and outs and intricacies of the craft I think I'm probably the most improved member of the entire WWE roster in the time period we're talking about mm-hmm. Yeah you're definitely I think I think personally you're in terms of the all round game I think you've one of the best probably in the UK for that particular aspect which is a credit to obviously the work you've put in over the last uh, two years can I, can I ask quickly, actually, on that one now, at what point did, did you hear, did the interest from WWE first come across to you? When was it you first heard that you were going to be part of this brand in some way? Oh, well, uh, yeah, I can remember, I don't know if I can remember the specifics, but I just remember it all happened really, really quickly. I, I think we went from doing our tryouts in the Hydro in Glasgow to signing our contracts to being put in live te- on live television in the UK tournament in a matter of, mm-hmm. I think it was maybe like, two and a half, three months or something. It was a whirlwind in late 2016 and then obviously the, the Blackpool tournament went live January 2017. Mm-hmm. So I remember it, it wasn't something that I had a, a long time to think about or a long time to, to plan for. It was just See between that tournament and about June 2018 when the brand started, what was it? Did they kind of tell you that to just kind of hang fire, something big is going to happen, or were you always in regular like, contact with them for that year and a half? Um, in the very very beginning, we weren't really sure what to expect. We weren't really told what was coming. We were just told that something was coming. We were going to invest in the in the UK. Uh, and in the UK brand, uh, they were just kind of trying to iron out the, uh, the business end of it and, and what goes into that. Mm-hmm. So we were just told, hang tight, something's coming, stay fit, stay healthy, mm-hmm. and I'll be ready to go whenever we go. So that's what we did. Yeah, the brand's been doing really well. It's just a year on now, and it's probably one of the best products the WWE Network's got right now. So again, that's credit to yourself and the rest of the roster for that particular aspect. Exciting time to be part of this roster. I think it's a, a, a young roster. It's a really highly motivated roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now with NXT uh, moving over to, to, to live television, we're I think we are one of the only network exclusive in-ring products on the network. So that's a responsibility that we all take very very seriously and uh, something that we we cherish. Uh, so I can only see the quality show, the quality performance they get put in week to week, mm-hmm. continuing at the high level that we're already at and improving. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, one thing as well, you've have uh, as of this week of time of recording, you've moved on to uh, Thursday nights on the WWE Network. One of the things that a lot of uh, guys and fans in the media as well have noted as well is with uh, the now starting off of all elite wrestling, they are uh, original. They're moving on to Thursdays as well. That's when they go on to the ITV Hub. Is this something that's dawned on the roster guys, or guys at all, or is it literally just business as usual? Keeps keeping what we're doing, and if we're doing it well, people will watch. With the whole roster, but I assume that the same as me. Mm-hmm. Uh, my focus is just to put on the best show possible every time I get in the ring. I don't really pay heed to who we're competing against mm-hmm. or what we're running against. I just want to put on the best show that I can and, and, and grow NXT UK as big as we can nice. uh, because we have the ability to do that. 
Yeah, spot on, absolutely. One of the guys on the NXT UK roster who you are very familiar with from your travels is, of course, the NXT UK champion himself and Walter. You have um, dealt with him very, very much in your time in OTT and very briefly in NXT UK. Could you talk to briefly about your um, your history with Walter and your, if you see yourself in the coming months challenging him again in NXT UK? Yeah, I am. The reason I'm so desperate to uh, face Walter for the UK title is that... So. I know I can beat him. Mm-hmm. I've beaten him before in the past. And more importantly, he knows I can beat him as well. So I think if we came face-to-face in a big match scenario in NXT UK, I'd be in his head and I'd be able to take the UK title. Every match I've had with him, I've enjoyed it. It's great. Testing yourself against one of the best wrestlers in the world is great. Test yourself against such a physically opposing opponent. You can't just chop and kick and punch and try and wear him down. It has to be more tactical game and I, I mm. like apply myself that way as well so one of my greatest opponents uh, and I look forward to the next time we step in together mm. Am I right in saying that you're are you the only person who's really pinned him in any form in the last like year or so? I must be on the role of his life he's the biggest and most relevant he's been in his whole life mm-hmm. his career certainly I am just off the top of my head I'm trying to have a quick think about it and I can't think of anybody else that's beaten him certainly in recent memory Mm, no. But that doesn't surprise me, it shouldn't surprise you because that's the Irish ace. Yeah, oh, ab- yeah, absolutely. Other than um, challenging him, Walter, for the UK title, have you got any future plans for NXT UK in the next uh, year or so? In the next year or so? I, well, I can say, Walter's just the unlucky one that he's just the one that holds the UK title at the moment. Mm-hmm. Had the roles been reversed and I thought if I pulled off a miracle and pinned him as takeover card, I'd be coming after Tyler just as hard as I'm coming after Walter now. Mm-hmm. It's nothing personal, it's just business. I just think that. I call myself the benchmark of this brand and it's a brand that I had the title over my shoulder to, to back up that plan. Mm-hmm. One last thing for me as well, just from a Scottish perspective, uh, you're coming up to Scotland in the next couple of weeks for uh, the ICW Gonzo show against uh, Kieran Kelly. Yes, sir. Can you talk to me, uh, you've wrestled a lot in ICW over the last few years and uh, can you talk to me about your experience of wrestling in front of the, the Scottish audience and uh, what's your thoughts on facing an up-and-comer such as Kieran? Yeah, I've got a very... Uh Special thanks to my heart for ICW. They gave me, they were one of the first promotions outside of Ireland to take a punt on me and bring me in. As far as wrestling for ICW Gonzo specifically, I take great pride in the work I've done at LGBT Contenders and trying to bring through the next generation of Irish wrestlers and protect the Irish scene going forward. Mm-hmm. So when ICW management got contacted me about their version of that, of doing ICW Gonzo and wrestling a young up and homer and something that's very highly thought of and someone that's probably going to be a future Zero G champion. Mm-hmm. Karen Kelly, I didn't have to say it at all. I thought that would be a great experience for both me and him. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's all for me, John. That's all the questions. So, uh, thanks for taking your time today and uh, I wish you best of luck in the future with uh, NXT UK and all the independent promotions that you're involved in. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Stop whatever you're doing right now. You've only got one choice. This is Billy Kirkwood. You know what you should be doing? You should be going online. You should be subscribing. You should be listening to the back catalogue of Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. Get on it! Sports Social Podcast Network.